about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Oh, Father, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Lord, I just thank you that you use my vocal cords to speak out what you will want me to say, God. I pray that as people hear me now and as they listen on replay, Father, that this word hits them bullseye in their hearts and their minds. Father, we thank you that they won't only be changed, but they'll be transformed in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that there'll be no hindrances right now. So I rebuke the devil and the things that he's putting in people's ears and minds and hearts. And I bind that and, and loose freedom right now in Jesus name. So Lord, we thank you that this word go forth. We thank you that your spirit just invades this place, that you have your way in this place. Have your way in us, God. And I thank you for freedom, Lord. I thank you for freedom. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, let's get ready. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn to Ecclesiastes 3, which is right after Proverbs. If you can all please make sure your phone is silent. That'd be great. But we're going to go to Ecclesiastes 3. It's a verse that many of you probably already heard. But we're going to do it again. Those who know me know I normally take my shoes off. And I was going to look really cute with my shoes on today. Thank you. It's just that my anointing makes me kick them off all the time. I try to keep them on so I can like, ha, ha. And then I just come off. You know about that, Maria. The anointing just makes you kick off and you just hair messed up. Jesus. Holy ground, every time. That's going to be my excuse, every time. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. I'm reading from the Amplified. To everything, there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What I wanted to say is welcome to September. It has officially been a season change in the natural, but there's also been a season change in the spirit realm. And with that shift in season change, what may have worked for you in the past is not going to work for you right now in this new season. Now, I get it with seasons change. I thank him that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. But thank him that he does operate in different seasons in our lives. And I want to tell you that he's calling forth his church, that we are no longer satisfied with a couple of nice songs and a great word. We want transformation. We want to be stirred up for truth, and we want to be able to go out and take care of kingdom business for our daddy. There is a church that people go to and attend, but there is the church that he is raising up. Amen. There's a difference. Because I sometimes look and wonder how come so many churches are still online? Then we wonder why people don't look at the church as having any power. Because we just as scared as anything. Like either the word works or it doesn't work. You can't trust the word and believe some of the words some of the time. You got to believe all of the word all of the time. There's no in between. So with this shift, I want to tell you, it is time for you to use your mind and your mouth in a whole new different way. 
a whole new way. Use your mouth and your mind for his good and his glory, declaring the word of the Lord over every situation and circumstance. This is a season where he is calling you to be stable and established, where you need to correctly see and hear what God is saying for you. Despite what's going on, you got to define your position right now because people are coming to you wondering, where do you stand? What is your role? And you got to ask yourself, like, like even for me, because I realize that what you don't define in your life, it will not prosper. I say that again. What you do not define in your life, it will not prosper. When the Lord had ordained myself as a pastor, I had to go from going, what exactly is that position? How do you define that, God? What is pastor? And I had to understand exactly what that is so I can prosper in that thing. I also had to look at when he chose me to be a, a, a ladies or a woman's leader. What exactly does that look like, God? I didn't go to everybody else going, what do you think, Kelly? What do you think, Ben? What, what should I do, Wendy, as a woman's leader? What do you I had to go to the Father and go, what do you define my role? What is the position so that I can prosper in that thing? Which is to encourage the women, which is to build them up, which is to sometimes push them out into their call and purpose. So I look at that. My role has defined from pastor when I was ordained years ago to right now was a whole new definition. Okay, y'all not hearing me. I started even going, God, how do I define the relationships in my life? Because everyone can't get the quality time. God ain't calling me to give everyone quality time right now. That might be a little hard, but that's okay. Let me just say this. I can't go to work and not know my defined role at work. As I said earlier, I work in an orthodontist office, but there's a front office and there's a back office. When the back, they're orthodontic assistants. They know how to do impressions. They know how to change ties. They know how to take x-rays. Well, I learned how to do that. I could do x-rays. That's it. Don't ask me to get in someone's mouth because I tried that. It didn't work. I know my role. That wasn't in someone's mouth. I don't know how people do it. And you go on mouth and you seeing like dinner from five days ago. I can't do it. I'm like gagging. <laughs> if you gagging, that ain't your role. Jesus. <laughs> you throwing up. It's not your role. So I knew that. I knew that wasn't my role. But you give me the front as, an or, as, as a financial coordinator, treatment coordinator, office coordinator. I can rock that thing. I'm a prosper in that thing because I know that's what God has called me to do. I can work some money. The anointing is on my hands, honey. I can work it. So I need to go, what is my definition when I go to work? I couldn't show up doing something else. I'm not defined. So I can prosper in what God has called me to do in the front office. You hear what I'm saying? Yes. Jesus. One of the things you have to do is you have to know your identity of who you are. What has God called you? Who are you in the kingdom? I watched something yesterday, a movie. And the first thing I noticed is that the guy was a, just a reporter. He wasn't some big time politician. He was a reporter for America and they put him in jail. The word got out. So some of our guys showed up and I think there was Turkey and said, listen, you got one of our reporters in here. And if you put one hand on him, you touch him. It's an aggression against the United States of America. And that means you're going to war with us. If you don't understand who you are and who backs you, if God is saying you are his son and daughter, and if the enemy or someone tries to come at you and attack you, it is a, a, a war against the kingdom of God. And we got all the kingdom of God backing us. So it's like, you don't want to touch me. You don't want to come against me because I know who backs me. And that made me go, whoa, thank you, Father, that I'm connected to you. You got 10,000 that you can come on with the angels. You got 10,000. 
Thank you, Lord. He also wants me to remind you to trust the timing of him. Trust his timing. Whatever it is, it's not going to happen the way you want it. Whatever that may be, it's not going to happen how you want it. We all want the bless me club. Bless me, Lord, the way I want you to bless me. Come on, we're keeping it real, right? I, if you don't bless me this way, Lord, I don't want it. But let me tell you, he's Alpha and Omega. He knows your beginning from the end. He knows things down the way that you don't even know I uh, have an idea about. So he's saying you got to trust him because he sees things that you don't see. And you might be sitting there going, Lord, why didn't it work out this way? Why did, because he said, I got something better for you. He knows the best down the line. So I thank him that he loves us so much that sometimes he'll close doors. Thank you, Father, for the closed doors. But I thank you for the open ones, too. He's saying, don't even chase around these false, these false ideas of relationships and false ideas of opportunities. You got to let him lead you. And why? Because he has a track record of always coming through. Because he is so faithful in everything, even when things come and get you. He is so faithful in it. He's so faithful. Glory to God. Come on, Papa. He knows better. Some of you may want to give up because of the weight. Why I got to wait completely to be healed in my body? Why I got to wait for my husband? Why I got to wait for my wife? Why I got to wait to get in ministry? Why I got to wait because I can't preach? How come I got to wait to be in leadership? How come I got to wait? God is saying there's a blessing in the waiting. Hmm. You got to keep going. You got to keep standing. You got to keep growing. You got to keep building your character. You got to keep loving people. You got to keep that river flowing. Because he's not bringing you into this new season with the same patterns, the same cycles, the same old ideas, the same way of doing things. He's not bringing you into the new. You've got to let all that old go in the back. Before I said it's baggage, it's unnecessary baggage, and God is calling you to let the baggage go and to walk freely in what he has for you in this new season. Thank you, Jesus. Dang, he got something important for you. You got something significant to do. You got something important and big to, you, to do, not just for you, but for other people. Huh? You got to start asking right now, what is my position? What am I to do? You're not here at TCVC by coincidence. It's not an accident you're here. You're here because God got something for you right here and right now for you to fulfill. Let's go to Isaiah. Glory to God. He's so good. Isaiah 26, we're going to start at verse 3. You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace whose mind, both his inclination and his character, is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So trust in the Lord, commit yourself to him. Lean on him, hope confidently in him forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. He's the rock of ages. In the Message Bible, it says, people with their minds set on you, you keep completely whole. You keep them steady on their feet because they keep at it and don't quit. Depend on God and keep at it because in the Lord God, Jehovah, you have a sure thing. People who have their mind made up, you cannot say anything to them to change it. I say that again. People who have their mind made up, you cannot say anything to them that would change their mind. Amen. The mind has three functions, thoughts, feelings, and desires. And those thoughts, feelings, and desires or wants should be aligned with the word of God. Because in Philippians 2, 5, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 
You got to allow the Holy Spirit to control your thoughts, intents, and actions as you submit to him daily. PT said something a while back that just stuck with me, and it was the more of a kingdom mindset you have, the more bold and confident you become. And I said, that's it. So I started looking. Who, who in here confident? Who, who in here mind is stayed on him? Who's, who got their mind made up that you can't shake them? One thing is my husband, you can't tell him right now who to vote for. Ben already got his mind made up. I'm voting for this person. I'm not going to say it. I don't think I'll say names up here. Because I'm voting for this person. Because this person is lined up with the word of God. It don't matter if this person talks a certain way or you think he's crude. Because I want you to say exactly how you feel in my face. It's not crude. It's what does the Bible say about this person? Is he for or against abortion? Is he for you to work and make your money? Is he for or against Israel? Come on. You can't say anything to him to change his mind about who he's voting for. You can try to come up with some facts. Those, and you, I said facts, not truth. Facts. You can go to main man too and say, hey, I, I think this is about money. You really don't have to tithe. The Lord says that you can give your heart. That's a tithe. Just give your heart. But I'm expecting to be a millionaire. You can't go to Pat with that. Pat goes say, whoa, 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 let me tell you what the Bible says in Malachi. Let me tell you you got to tie to get a harvest. Let me tell you you got to put seed in the ground. And if you want to put a seed of a smile down, great, you're going to get smiles back. Yeah. You want to put a seed of some money in the ground, honey, you're going to get some money. Because that's what you sow, you reap. You can't go to him. His mind is made up about finances. His mind is made up about what the word says about money. Come on, you got to guard your heart and mind. You got to watch what you say and what you think. You got to make sure that your mind is made up on the word of God of all of it. The Bible is very clear about the power of your mind and the power of your thoughts. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. Let me tell you something. My mind is made up about preaching. You can't come and tell me I can, I'm not called to preach. You can't come and tell me women are not called. My mind is made up. There's nothing you can say. My mind is made up on who Jesus is, who he was, and what he's going to be. You, you can't change my mind about that. You can't tell me that he didn't die on a cross for my sin. You can't tell me that, that precious blood does things for me. You can't tell me because of that blood that I don't have everything that's available to me. You can't tell me that because I'm not going to let his precious blood go to waste. You can't tell me what his word says. You can't tell me who I am and who I'm not. Because my mind is made up. There's nothing you can say to change my mind. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you what else it says. Psalms 19, 14 says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and redeemer. Psalm 94, 11 says, the Lord knows the thoughts of man that they are but a breath. Matthew 22, 37 says, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind. Romans 8, 6 says, for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. James 1, 8 says, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, for God have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. You can't make me change my mind. My mind is already made up on him. First Peter 1.13 says, therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Say my mind is made up. Let me say it again for the devils. My mind is made up. Come on. You need to stay on him. You need to say your hope is confidently in him. This is the time for you to, it's done. It's finally, you got to say it undoubtedly, yes, my mind is made up, God, on your word. Yes, yes, yes. 
And you got to do it without going back and forth. You got to do it without uh, thinking one minute it's going to be great. And this is the Lord. And the next minute you're not. You can't go by. I'm steady. I'm, I'm Lord. The Lord is with me. I'm on fire for God on Sunday and Monday. Then comes Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You done. Your mind got to be made up. This is what he says. I'm going to stand on that thing. Come on, Jesus. You got to make your mind up that his promises are yes and amen. That's what it says. It's just yes and amen. There's no in between with yes and amen because a yes is a yes. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. You got to believe and have your mind made up that you are a part of something bigger. You are a part of something bigger than some shenanigans and some mess. You got to know that you are bigger than your past, honey. You got to know that you are bigger than the expired seasons. You got to know that you are bigger than your old addiction. You got to know that you are bigger than what people may have said about you. You got to have your mind made up. You got to allow him to take you to deeper levels, people of God. You got to get rid of everything that constantly tries to come against you and stop you from receiving all that he has for you. Have your mind made up that it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Have your mind made up. Don't matter what the enemy says. It doesn't matter what gossip said. It doesn't matter what rumors or your own insecurities. Have your mind made up. And don't allow someone to come and change your mind or take you out of your position because of your need to be validated. Come on. Thank, thank you, Benny. The baby's clapping. He's like, yes, amen, Blonte. Blonte, black auntie, that's what he calls me. <laughs> Glory to God. That hit me about have the need to be validated. Because let me tell you, all of us are human. We're all human. We all like our ego stroked. We like our back to be rubbed. Oh, that's so good. You did so great. Oh, my gosh, you're so anointed. That is great, Jesus. But no, God is calling you not to even be there. Don't even need validation from people. I remember one of my old churches when Ben and I, we weren't even in ministry yet, but I was helping with the kids. And we had this big, great little kids thing. And this was a, a nice size church. I want to say it had like, what, five to a thousand people in it, two services or something. So the pastor got up and was like, I want to thank blah, blah, and blah, blah, who helped. And I'm sitting right there with them. I'm the main person too. Totally didn't say my name. Didn't even wimp, luh. There was no luh that came out. It was just their names. And I'm sitting there going, gosh, that's rude. All this stuff I'm doing to help with these doggone kids. I don't even have the kids. And, you know, we know how we start doing. And the Lord was like, are you doing it for me? Are you doing it for the applause of men? That was a whack. I mean, like the, when the Holy Ghost doing a whack. It hurts, but it's true. So I'm like, huh. So I made my mind up then. I don't need validation for men. I don't need you to like what I'm saying or not like what I'm saying because God already got me. It doesn't matter if you, you're, you're getting something or not because God already got me. I'm so confident. I don't need validation from any of you. You don't have to come and tell me I'm anointed. You don't have to say, Tasha, you called to preach. You don't got to say, man, I love how you... It doesn't matter to me because God backs me. I know that he is with me and in me and for me and not against me. So it doesn't matter if some people are against you. God is for you. And he's calling you to operate in the kingdom of God without validation because the only validation comes from him. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. I don't need to be validated because I'm telling you, we like our ego stroke, but God is calling us to go farther and deeper than that. Come on, let's talk about some relationships. Let's talk a little bit about relationships, men and women of God, the anointed ones, the all-powerful. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus. Everyone that you've hooked up with right now, God is not calling you to be hooked up with. 
Even if, even if they saying they love the Lord and with the Lord, God is not calling you to be hooked up with them. Especially in this hour. Because you need glorious, anointed, divine connections. You don't need these dangerous soul ties. You don't need these bad alignments. You don't need these wrong covenants. I know who I'm aligned with right now. First of all, the Father, and then with TCVC, with PT and Becky. That's good alignment. Some other people who might want to be aligned with me, I already know that that's not what God has called me. I'm going to love you. I'll encourage you here and there, but you're not going to be hooked up in my, in my power. That's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Because I tell you, relationships help. I've had some good relationships, but I had some bad ones. I have. And every relationship will teach you something, even the bad ones. Everyone. And let's talk a little bit about you. Everyone is not always the other person. I'm mad because they said this to me, and I have every right to be mad because I'm right in this. No, God has said, stop pointing at them. Point at, you point at them, three fingers back at you. What's wrong with you? Well, what's going on with you? Honey, when they, when they get you upset and you aggravated, like, ask the Lord, why am I aggravated? Lord, okay, now I'm talking to them again. Why I want to smack them? Lord, ask yourself, what's in you that makes you want to smack them? God said, we need this. in this hour, you got to deal with your own stuff. Take the plank out of your own eye and stop saying they did this and they did that and I'm mad at them and now I can't stand you now because you ain't really anointed. But they were anointed last week, but they ain't anointed no more. So you got to ask yourself, let me tell you, you don't have to be vocal about everything that somebody does or says. Honey, I've learned from the best. PT has taught me to keep your mouth shut. Nice, always get mad at him going, why your lips just so straight and you're not saying anything? Well, now I see why. He's like, because Tasha, you're being a cuckoo right now. And what you're saying, you're tripping. And you need to bring it on back to being holy. Because <laughs> you do, you're sometimes looking at somebody like, I'm expecting you to respond. And you're not responding the way I want you to be respond. So God is saying, you don't have to be vocal about everything. The best time... There's a time for talking. There's a time to just to be quiet. Well, some, a lot of times, it's a time to just be quiet. And I thank you, Lord, because sometimes I got to go. Like when I have something with someone, yeah, me. I go, Lord, all right, here we go. Show me. Show me what's in me. Because here's the thing. I want everything out. I don't want anything to hinder the anointing on my life. I don't want anything to hold up what God has for me because of some pettiness. Because Ben remembers, I preached a year ago and said, I can't, I can't do petty. I don't do petty with people. It just, life is too short to deal with. I just want to love you and keep moving. If you don't want to be part of my table, that's okay. You don't have to eat from my table. But I got to keep moving because I'm not doing petty with you. I got to keep going. God is not calling me to be petty. I either got to build you up and leave fruit or I got to go. And that's just okay. But I do say, God, show me in me what's wrong with me. Show me my attitude. Work on my attitude. Dig in my heart. What is in my heart that should not be there? And I'm not talking about the religious mumble jumble type stuff. I mean, really going deep to go, God, what do you want me to do? Because when he starts raising us up, you don't want to get raised up and be exposed as you're up here. You want to take the time right now in the closet and say, God, show me right here, right now. What is in me that's holding me up? Don't get quiet on me. You should be shouting on that part. Because that's the part that's going to bear fruit. That's the part that's anointed. That's the power right there is when you can look at your own self and go, I got some mess going on and I need to get this mess out. Amen. Thank you, Lord. But I do realize there are some times that you do have to confront. A lot of people don't like that. I don't mind confrontation, as you see. <laughs> 
because I realize what you're unwilling to confront, you can't correct. So you sitting there, if you're mad at your sister or brother and just like you not talking, how are they supposed to know something, something up? At the same time, if it's petty, leave it alone and pray and keep walking. But I do know there are times that some things need to be confronted in a nice, loving way. And you could be as nice and loving as you try to be, and that person still is going to take offense to it or be upset, and that's okay, because then they're just going to take it to the Father. But you got to do your part in walking in love, right? I also got to tell you that there are people that may be connected to you right now who are not really committed. There's a difference in that. People who are connected are really not committed to you. They may be connected, but you want them to be both, connected and committed to you. And I realized over the years it's not my responsibility of the people who just feel connected to me of how they're going to respond. It's not my, my responsibility to look at them and go, why'd you, why'd you mishandle me or do this? I got my responsibility is how I respond back to someone. That's my responsibility. Because I can't control somebody else's foolishness. When you're seeing stuff on Facebook and you're like, oh my, are you serious? You know, I just got to scroll. I got to scroll because I don't have time. For foolishness, you don't have time for it. I said to um, Empowered Woman a couple of weeks ago that you gotta keep your circle tight with your relationships. And it reminded me of when, um, I'm not sure if some of you heard that Chadwick Boseman who was, his, his main role, he was known for Black Panther, okay? Who, who come on, who knowing Black Panther stuff? What, thank you. He played Jacker, yes, Wakanda forever. Amazing actor, gone too soon at 43. But what it made me realize is that the man was battling cancer for four years. Four years. And no one leaked any of it. His circle was so tight, no one called and said, guess what, Chadwick is battling cancer. Or they do the religious thing. Can you please pray for Chadwick? Because he's dealing with some stuff. Because that's what we tend to do as Christians. We talk to you in, in private, and then you want to post it or go tell a sister, we need to pray for Lorna because uh, Lorna wants some money. You know what I mean? So I was like, stop it. But I saw his circle was so tight, no one leaked it. No one said anything. They were just praying with him, supporting their brother. And when he went, it was shock and surprise to everyone. That's how you have to look at how, how your circle has to be. So tight that people are not going to sit there and go and talk and gossip over there with Sister Susie and them. And then you're wondering, how did you know? No, it got to be tight because I want you to pray for me when I'm going through something. I want you to hit the throne room with me and get on your knees and say, hey, I need your help right now. I need you to encourage me. And then sometimes I need you to correct me. I need you to come to me in love and go, hey, you can't be doing that stuff. But I got to have my circle tight because if you come and correct me, I don't need you to go tell Bob's Jim and Susie. Keep your circle tight. And that's why I said everyone can't be in my circle. I'm not better than you guys. I'm not better than anyone. You're not better than anyone either, but you gotta keep your circle tight. I know for me, I cannot. And it's just, it's because I just don't, don't accept anything. I, I just can't. I don't settle. And I'm not going to. And I'm not gonna put myself for sale or on clearance for you. I'm not going to dim my light or my anointing to make you feel comfortable. I'm not going to shrink who I am and the call in my life so that you can feel better. Come on, I'm talking to y'all. Y'all need to be saying this to your people that's around you. You can't be around me because I'm not shrinking. 
You can't be in my life if you're going to try to sabotage the call of God on my life. You can't. I love you, but I'm not going to be drained. I'm growing. Hallelujah. And I got to continue to grow. And if you ain't willing to grow and you want to stay stuck, then our relationship has to be severed in this season. Hmm. You know why? Because I need the growing kind of people in my life. I need the people that, and it doesn't matter if you just got saved last week. If you're still growing, you could be in my life. If you were saved 20 years ago and you're still growing, you could be in my life. But I need people who going to grow. I need the ones that can change things for the better. I need the ones who might get lemonade, but you know what? They're going to make the best tasting, delicious, refreshing lemonade ever because they know how to make something. They know how to change things. They know how to go to people and apologize even when they're not wrong, but they can still apologize. I need the ones who got to grow. I need mature people in my life. I need mature ones who got their mind made up, so I'm standing on the word of God regardless. I need those type of people in my life. I need those who encourage me. I need those who know how to build. I know those who know how to plant. I know those who know how to stand on the word of God, and they don't teeter-totter. I need those type of people in my life. Amen. Those who, like Nehemiah, I'm building the wall and I ain't coming down. Yeah. I need those. I need the ones who know how to start from the bottom and know how to rise up to the top. Come on, people of God. Papa Ted and Donna, I know for a fact, Mary, you were here. No, when my husband and I and our family came in and we sat in the back row. Yes, <laughs> and we were in the back for a while. Come on, we started down here. But when you allow God to keep doing something in you and you got your heart and your motives are focused on him, you start from the back, baby, but you come on up to the front. You can't stay there. I couldn't stay there. The anointing calling our life, we couldn't stay there. But they know we started from the back. People right now say, man, Taj, when you used to preach years ago, you're so different now. Because I can't stay at the same level. If I'm at the same level, something wrong. Because if I'm sitting here feeding on this word right here that Pastor Tom gives us all the time, and I'm the same, something's wrong. And it's not him. It's me. I'm not allowing the word to transform my life. But I'm telling you, this ain't it for me, 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 me it for you there's so much more that you got to go there's so much more you got to keep moving forward like I said the kingdom is a moving force it moves it doesn't stay the same if that thing is staying the same and it stop I got to move and get off the train because that's not God I got to keep moving this is why I say you can't be aligned with me unless you are on that same level unless you are still moving and going forward and let me tell you we also got mess that we got to deal with I get it but you can't have that mess keep coming up all the time you keep regurgitating that mess and regurgitating that mess Come on. You can't be the same person that's ready to curse somebody out because they cut you off in the street. Instead of wanting to flip them off, pray. Lord bless them. They just cut me off. Let them get to wherever they're going safely. That's maturity. When someone yelling at you, I had to call, I had to call, uh, what is it called? Sun Pass? I was noticing, like, I put money and I, I take this, the turnpike to work, and all of a sudden I got to notice my balance was low and it hit negative. I went, what? Now, for two years, I've been going turnpike to work. Never got negative because I get it automatically put on 25 bucks, 25 bucks. What the? So I had to call and talk to a girl named Sequoia. I'm saying her name, Sequoia. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I called Sequoia. I know I had to repent after. I called Sequoia. And I'm like, hey, Sequoia. Blah, blah, blah. Can you look at my account? It's never happened to me before. Da, 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 da. Are you guys taking money, like back, back money? No, it's, it's just COVID. Okay, so with COVID, like, what does COVID have to do with my money? Like, I'm just confused. Like, so you're telling me due to COVID that you guys are backlogged? Because she wasn't giving me the correct answer. You're backlogged. 
Well, um, it's not backlog. They're just posting. They're, they're posting different days. Thank you, Sequoia. I hang up because I'm not going to do that. You're not understanding me. There's a communication thing here. I hung up. Thank you, Sequoia. Well, guess what? I call back. Who I get? Sequoia! I'm like, <laughs> she don't know who I am. Ben telling me no name. Okay. Sequoia's probably not. Oh, she's not listening. I call her back and I'm like, oh, Jesus, come on. Hey, blah, blah. Well, I already said her name. We just spoke and I just had another question like, should I change the transponder? Like, should I switch it up? Is that the problem? And then that'll work so it can post right away. This is what she says. Like I said earlier when we spoke. Okay, the old man rolls up. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm being honest. I'm like, D what? Did you? Like, I couldn't hear anything else she said because all I heard was, like, the last time I, sp I said, oh, she must have, okay, let me tell you, uh, Sequoia, Sequoia. Like, I cut her off. Sequoia, let me, let me tell you something right now. You're not going to talk to me that way, for one. Okay, I don't, I don't know why you get it twisted that you could talk to me any kind of way. Trust me, I'm sorry that you're the only one at work. I'm sorry you're the only one that has to answer the phone. You got a job. You should be happy. All I'm doing was calling you to ask another question. I'm asking you for grace or compassion. You don't have that in customer service? <laughs> Probably not. So that's okay. Thank you so much. Click. <laughs> I got home. I'm telling Ben, that lady did. He's like, repent. I'm like, oh, man, I thought I did good with her. <laughs> I didn't really tell her off that bad. I just was saying, because I love good customer service. And when I don't receive it, I don't know. I don't like that. So I had to repent. I didn't call her back though. <laughs> I, didn't call, I didn't call her back. But I'm telling you, sometimes people will try to get that, that, that rise out of you. Cause I'm like, first I'm a grown woman. Don't, please don't talk to me that way. Like I said earlier, I, I really, I just blacked out. The old man tried to rise up and I'm like, no, no, I gotta push the old man down. I, I just can't bring the old man back up. Cause the old man real ghetto. Don't let the cuteness fool you. Because believe me, I just spoke to my dad and his wife the other day, and they was like, we know you still got ghetto. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm anointed, honey. I'm a pastor. I love Jesus too much to be ghetto. <laughs> I don't even know where I was. Lord Jesus, help me, Jesus. Thank you. Thank the Lord I'm not in the ghetto any longer. I'm in the kingdom. Yes, that's a big deal. The kingdom. They try to make you go back to the ghetto. I don't want to live there. I don't like the ghetto. Yes, thank you, Lord, relationships. Get people in your life who are interested in more than just adding to your life, but they want to multiply. And I want the best, so I want multiplication because the word says be fruitful and what? Multiply, baby. You got to multiply. I got to talk to people, and you got to talk to people who are, who, who are capable to speak into your life, not just available to speak into your life. Oh, there's a big difference. Because everybody capable to talk. I'm sorry, available. Sorry. Everybody's available to talk into your life. Everybody free. Everybody got some. This is what I think. But no, you need, a, you need capability that's going to bring you breakthrough, honey. Because available is not. Available not going to give you the necessary fruit. Let's talk a little about that. You can't go to counseling to somebody for marriage who's been divorced three times because they're available. So help me out in my marriage. Well, no, what the person divorces, no judgment. But what that is is that they can give you what not to do, 
but they can't help you have a healthy marriage. You need to go to somebody who has a healthy marriage. There's fruit behind that marriage. So they'll be available to go, maybe you shouldn't do this and do that, but you want someone's going to help you further along your marriage for the kingdom. You can't go to somebody and get advice for children if they don't have any. Or if they have some, all their kids are a hot mess. And maybe their kids aren't even talking to them, but you're going to them for advice because they're available to give you advice. No, you got to go to somebody who don't raise some children and don't raise some children that got fruit behind them. That's loving the Lord. That's still loving the Lord. That have graduated from college. That are doing great things for the, for the kingdom. All glory to God. Not me and Ben. All glory to, all glory to God. <laughs> Y'all know I like to have fun, right? I'm telling you, you got to become fruit examiners. Fruit examiners. Somebody's available, check their fruit out. Mm, I don't know if that's right. No, that's not for me. Let me go on over here and check. The, oh, Pat, I need, I need to talk to you about money. Let me check his fruit. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about you. I'm, okay, you can talk to me about money. I, got, I like your fruit. You got fruit there. He got fruit behind it. And it's good fruit. It ain't stale, smushed, looking like fruit, imitating fruit. You got to be a fruit examiner in this hour, in this season. Because like I said, if you keep going to people who are available, you're going to get their two cents. And right now, two cents can't buy you anything. Glory to God. I'm almost done, guys. Let's go to Romans 12. When you get there, say amen. amen. Romans 12. You guys all right? Yeah. I love it when PT gives me opportunity to talk. I, I really do take it every time as an honor. And even this morning, I was telling the girls, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm feeling a little nervous. And me, as much as I, I talk, as if I'm nervous, but that's because I'm excited. The anointing, I, I don't take it for granted. It's like when I get up in front of you still, I'm still like, man, it's been years, but I'm like, I'm so excited to give you this word. And past excitement is just the anointing is so ready to speak into your life, to transform you. So I'm like, I'm nervous because I want to make Papa proud. You know what I mean? So I still get this nervousness like, God, what are you going to say? Thank you, Papa. I want you to know, like I said, nobody has arrived. You haven't arrived because you've been doing something for six, seven years. You're still like, I trust you. I got to trust him in the anointing that's on my life. Because sometimes when you, when you type and you read stuff, I'm like, what the? This don't even make sense. Lord, what is this? And PT had to show me a long time ago. There's a difference when you're doing something and then when you're really doing it with the anointing. So you got to trust. There's anointing that comes within, but there's one that pours out too that's on you. So I'm like, you got to trust them in the pouring out too. Amen. So yes, 12-2. 12-2. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. In Ephesians 4.23, you don't have to turn to it, it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You have to renew your mind that you are a man or woman of God of character. I say it again. You got to renew your mind that you are a man or woman of character. You got to renew your mind that you are a person of integrity in this season. Yes, yes, yes. You want the, the spirit of God to have full liberty in your life. 
And the way you have it, you got to have character and you have to have integrity. Okay. As your mind is being renewed, you got to allow the Holy Spirit to dig deep inside, like I said, and deal with the real hardcore things that's in you. Ask him to take the bitterness off of your tongue and take the rejection out of your mind. Those are two of the main things that affect the body of Christ is rejection and bitterness. And then that brings in the offense. And you got to ask the Lord to get rid of that. Lord, get rid of everything that's going to hold any of you back right now in Jesus' name. Ask him to get rid of things that you, that you know that are still there, that you've covered up, and they still come up every now and then that we got to grow on. You think you deliver from it, but you're really not delivered from it because when it rises up, you got to go, oh, no, no, not today, like I had to do with Sequoia. No, 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 not today. I know I hung up. But I'm like, I can't have her take me there because I got to protect the anointing on my life. And the enemy will use whatever he can, whoever he can, whenever he can. He doesn't care. His job is to steal, kill, and destroy. That's just what he does. Thank you, Lord. That's so cool. I realized, too, that I, that and you don't, none of us have to, is give people our peace of our mind. Because really, peace of our mind ain't giving anything. You need to keep all the mind you got. <laughs> you can't waste any of it. <laughs> Shoot, you just got to respond in the Holy Ghost, man. That's so better. When you respond in the Holy Ghost, it brings fruit. When you react, it brings nothing. Flash. You got to respond. So right now, right now, in Jesus' name, I break off all the strongholds from your mind so that your mind can be fully renewed in Jesus right now. I break off religious mindsets, and I call for the spiritual detox right now on your brain. I break off generational struggles in Jesus' name that have stopped you and your family from pursuing the things of God. I pray that all generational mentalities are broken right now in Jesus' name from your mind and your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I say be renewed. Be renewed. Be renewed. Have your mind made up in Jesus' name. Your mind is made up. You are people with your mind made up in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because I'm going to tell you, just because your grandmother and mother had it don't mean you have it. Just because your granddaddy and daddy walked in it don't mean you got to walk in it. Just because other people in your family had to deal with it doesn't mean you're going to deal with it. Generational curses and mentalities are broken. I'm a bloodline breaker in Jesus' name. He showed me that. I break off bloodlines. I only call for generational blessings in Jesus' name. I break off generational curses. They don't have fruit in your life. They will not go any further. Today is the day you have your freedom. Today is the day where you start with a new bloodline in Jesus' name. And you got it. That old bloodline is broken. Thank you, Lord. Because the enemy tries to lie. Well, you, you this way, so your family was like that, so that's why you got to live like this and say this. Well, your family, your parents were like this, so you got to be this way. Well, my mother didn't really love me the way they should have, so now I'm sensing and feeling this way. God is saying, that's not you. That's not you. That's not your culture. You're not culture people. You're kingdom people. We don't operate in culture. Let me tell you, as you can very well see, I'm a black woman. Brown sugar. Brown sugar. Glory to God. One thing that was funny is a little boy who was seven who came to my job and I was telling him that I'm black. He was like, uh-uh, Miss Latasha, you brown like me. But, you know, that's how people look. God bless them. He didn't know any better yet. The reason I said that, me being a black woman, is that 
sometimes with, with what's going on, that people want someone like me to line up with certain groups. But I, I tell them at times, you fail to realize me being a black woman is only temporary. My spirit is eternal. And I'm kingdom baby all day before I'm a black woman. And I stand on the principles and promises of God before I stand on any other thing. Because I'm telling you in this season, be very careful what you are aligning yourself with. Be very careful of what presidential candidate you are aligning yourself with. Be very careful about what people are saying or doing. If it's not Bible-based, get away. You cannot have yourself lined up with that. Not right now and expect the blessings of God. It's not going to happen. You can't have God the way you want him, but then you want him to bless you over here it's not gonna happen you gotta have all of God you gotta have everything that he has for you you gotta trust the entire word of God you can't pick and choose these days you can't one minute I'm believing God for health and healing something hit your body and all of a sudden you you break it down like I don't know no you gotta stand on the word of God that's kingdom right Papa it's kingdom so before the mistake come again I'm kingdom I celebrate America. I celebrate the liberties and the freedoms that we have. I celebrate our law enforcement. I celebrate them. I got a cousin that's a, a cop too up in, in Wisconsin who's young, who's a young black man who's 27, who's a cop right now, who people are coming against him on stuff. He's like, wait a minute. It's like, come on. We got to pray for law enforcement, pray for our first responders, all of them. Because I'm telling you, I'm kingdom baby all day. My mind is made up. God's been too faithful to me to shake. He's been too faithful for someone to come and tell me something contrary to the word of God. I'm like, I'm kingdom. I know who God is. I know the sovereignty of God. I know his goodness. I know how he's been there, how he's provided for me when I had nothing. I know how there are times when I'm wondering when I'm going to have food on the table because my husband was the only one working and he's always provided. I have my aunt will come to my house and open the fridge going, what are you making for dinner? Don't worry about it. She comes back and there's food on the table because God always supplied for us. It may look funny or small. That's for somebody. It may look funny or small, but God said there's abundance in that thing. There's increase in that thing. You just hold on to what he's having you to do. You keep standing on the word of God and believe that the promises are yes and amen. It is going to manifest in the name of Jesus. Come on, you got to renew your mind right now. You got to have your mind renewed. Seriously, don't just quote the verse. You really got to have your mind renewed. You got to ask him, renew your mind right now for what is possible for someone like you. You got to ask him to renew your mind about honor and character and integrity. Honor and integrity and your character. You got to ask him to renew your mind about that. I was talking to my husband one time about one of my, my boss's uh, pastor came in, and even though he's not particularly my pastor, in honor of him, I say, hey, pastor, blah, blah, in honor. And I don't know what he stands for, perhaps. I don't know, but I still honor him as pastor. I think the same needs to happen even for our president right now. Even if you don't like him or care, you've got to honor, because that's how God says to honor people, the honor, the office that they're in. Even if some people don't like me, you've got to honor the office that God has put me in for your, for, for you, not for me. You don't have to call me anything. Well, Latasha is nice. 
Tosh. <laughs> Something close to my name, maybe. Something like that. But to renew, you got to ask them to renew you too about prayer. Where you're coming off, you're not just praying about yourself and family. That you say, you know what, Lord, it's more than just about me. I'm going to pray for our country. I'm going to pray for other people. I'm going to pray for Sister Susie. I'm not just going to say I'm praying for you. I mean I'm going to pray for you. you got to ask them to show you to renew your mind about intercession. Because that's what's important, especially in this day and hour and the season we are entering in. It may look a little worse right now and even in the future before it gets better, but you got to use the intercession. Open up your mouth and let your mind be coincide together. Let them be aligned so that you can pray for God's words and promises on the earth. You got to do that. And ask them to renew your mind about money. I know that's so important right now. You've got to ask them to renew your mind about money. Ask them to show you really how to tithe and get that revelation about tithing. Because it's so important. And the reason I'm bringing it up again is because so many people in the body of Christ do not tithe. But there's a principle behind it, like I said earlier. Let's go to Daniel. I'm ending. Daniel's the last one. Daniel 2. I'm so glad Papa Ted has said, I think you told Brittany and Brittany told me to put the Bible verse and then the page number so you could find it. Because when you look, I'm like, where's Daniel? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Page 1395 in my book. <laughs> and as you see, I'm not using glasses. You see that, Paula? I've been praying. I'm like, Lord, I'm standing on 2020 vision. I can see. Lord, as I get up and speak, you're going to allow me to see very clearly these words, even though they're extremely small, because I trust you in healing my eyes, and I have not had to use glasses. Come on. we got to be able to use the word and, and pray and believe God for everything, for that headache. I'm telling you, you can't pray for a headache or a cough. There's no way you're going to pray when serious diseases come up. If you can't pray for the little things, if he can't find you faithful in the little things, how is it going to come up when you got to cast a devil out of somebody? You can't call everybody when you got to cast a devil out. You better be ready. You say, I'm, I got my mind renewed. I'm, my, my mind is saying on this, and the demon ran fast. You're looking like, whoa. Let me, go, let me call Pastor so-and-so and help you. Let me get somebody. You better be ready. Your mind is made up. You already said your mind is renewed in Jesus' name. You got to be ready for this kind of stuff. Daniel 2. Verse 20, Daniel answered, blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. He changes the times and the seasons. He remo removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. As the season has shifted and we're saying there's times and seasons there, God wants to reveal the deep things, the deep secret things that is happening right now. Because if he shows them right now to you, when they manifest, you won't be scared or thinking what is going on, but you got to show, he, he reveals them first to his prophet before anything happens. So you got to go into the deeper things with God and say, Lord, if I'm saying, take me higher or take me deeper, I want to know more of you than you got to, this is, this word is about you taking responsibility. That's what I'm saying. Your mind made up. Renew your mind. It's a different season. It's you taking responsibility. You can't point the blame at anyone else anymore because that's one thing I do not like is excuses or reasons of why you can or cannot do things. I just think if the Lord shows up, is he going to look at me and go, you didn't do what I told you to do, you black woman? Did he go, no, he's going to say, you well done, good and faithful servant. That's right, right, man? He's fine. He's fine. 
So once again, I want to remind you in this time and season to ask God, what role do you play? What position are you going to be in? Jesus don't need your ability. He just needs your availability. That's it. You don't need to have, you don't need to be the best preacher ever. He just needs you to open your mouth. You don't need to be the best prayer ever. He just needs you to open your mouth and pray. It could be as simple as when Jesus said, Jesus wet. Very simple. We make it so much harder and too much more than what it has to be. And it's very simple. When Maria cast out devils, she's not going, in the name of Jesus, da, 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 da. She's like, Jesus' name, come out. It's not, it's not really hard. We make it hard. So you got to know in this next season, God wants to move in your life like never before. He is mobilizing his church, the church, not a church, the church. There's a difference. For your finest hour, for your finest hour, you don't have to forfeit the rest of 2020. How people are like, oh, 2020 has been the worst year ever. Oh my gosh, there's been so much in 2020. I've had a blessed 2020. Yeah, there have been things that are different. We're part of kingdom. Kingdom people, and I'm like, COVID, what? What is this? Even if it affects you, you still pray and you keep living and moving on. It's like, what are we doing? I'm moving, I'm going forward with the kingdom. You don't forfeit the rest of 2020. You got great things to do for the whole month of September, October, November, and December. So you tell the devil, nope, not today. You may have thought you had us, <laughs> but you don't. You may have thought we had our tail between our legs, ha, 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 but you don't. Because we got great things to do for the kingdom, and they're still going to manifest for the church. The best is yet to come. Great exploits. We'll say it again. The best is yet to come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.